Hey, we're back with another episode of e-commerce and brand growth, The Complete Guide. I'm your host, Michael Campanaro, and today we'll be talking about some ways to increase your site sessions for when you feel like your website is not gaining enough traction or exposure in search. I want to preface this with um, a thought that, you know, search and organic search is very different than paid search, and it's important to understand that organic search is something that should always be worked on and looked at like a long-term investment. Um, Advertising can be looked at like that as well, but to increase your site sessions, you ultimately need to put a lot of time and effort and consistent effort in over a longer period of time than um, you might think. A lot of people I speak to oftentimes think they can make a few updates and immediately increase their site sessions um, to be a substantial different in their site sessions. But you must understand that there's a lot more to that. So these tips are just some first tips that I could give to someone just looking at their site and thinking about some things that they could be doing to improve their site for search. Um, So let's jump right in here uh, talk about the first one on my list. Uh, it's to um, integrate a review platform on your site that aggregates your reviews to Google. So uh, we use Okendo a lot, which is a really awesome, great um, review app, has a lot of features. But one of those features is um, to push your content to Google and be able to use that as a visual um, representation of your reviews in search and on ads as well. Um, So you can have a product feed, it shoots ads over to Merchant Center, and then those can also be seen in a Google search and help you stand out against your competitors and really elevate like the look of your listings. Um, Other review platforms we've used have been stamp.io and judge.me. Uh, We think that Judge.me is actually a really great app for people who are on a really tight budget. Uh, It's very budget friendly and comes with a lot of uh, features, including the one that we're just talking about right here is uh, pushing reviews um, to Google. And not only do you might you need to like push them to Google, but you can also um, you can also just have this site reviews on your site. On your product listings, you can have reviews that are um, listed on product pages. It will help overall your user experience. So it does help with, um, I think, getting more site sessions and visibility in search. Uh, it wouldn't be something that would, again, be dr- a drastic improvement to like increase your conversions. But I think, you know, it depends what you do with people when they come to your store. So. If it's going to help a little bit, that's great. And if you can cater to them once they get to your store, then that's going to be helpful as well. Um, The second thing is uh, to improve site speed um, overall. This is probably the biggest impact that you'd see in like search and user experience. I think it kind of covers a lot of things. So 
Um, the first step in this is to run a site speed report if you're doing this all on your own. Uh, you also could hire somebody to just take care of it all for you. Uh, a lot of developers will do site speed or handle site speed issues. Our company does that. Uh, we'll run a, a site speed report on multiple, in multiple places um, and, and get a good gauge on what things could be improved. Oftentimes, almost actually like 90% of the time, people will have image sizes on their site that are huge and slowing their entire site down. And that's just a quick fix. Um, I mean, it's a little tedious, but it can really speed up the site drastically very quickly. Um, so it's a, one of those changes that you'll you'll see immediate results for. You can even like resize all your images and then run the scan immediately after and it will likely catch up to that too. Um, another thing with site speed that you can focus on is reducing the amount of apps that you have on your site, trying to build things natively on your site, but just like reducing the amount of apps. If you're not using them, get rid of them. They might be running scripts that are on the front end uh, that are like showing up when the site's loading and slowing things down. So really the, as much as you can clean that up, the better. Um, and then I'd say hire somebody to do at least like a site speed um, update and get your site kind of current. It's an ongoing thing. Again, you should always be compressing your images. Uh, you should always be thinking about the apps you're adding and running te tests to just monitor that. Um, another thing in terms of site sessions that you could be doing is using a tool like SEM Rush or something similar to that that can crawl your site, offer a review for content, for uh, technical issues, or anything around that. Um, you can also run reports to see about how you could be improving your keywords on your site and help get recognized by search more easily when you're using keywords that are maybe in like new searches or um, get you that can just get you out there. You're gonna want to write content and that kind of goes along with this too is that you could use a tool like that and get a lot of different ideas for content. You could be creating a large content calendar that's just focused on organic search and increasing your site sessions. You could also use that content um, in your ads or in your social so that you could drive more traffic to your site and increase those sessions with uh, valuable content that people might be interested in. And again, once you've got them on your site and your sessions are coming up, if you're, you're capitalizing on your other areas of your funnel, hopefully you are continued to market it, continuing to market to those new sessions that you're getting on your site. Um, another thing that, that is oftentimes overlooked is, uh, is that people will sometimes migrate from one platform to another and not set up 301 redirects for all their URLs. And so this usually isn't missed by an agency or a development company, um, but it shouldn't be assumed that it's always covered either. So what I mean by this is that if you're coming from a WordPress site, your URL structure, so all your pages, all your products, everything you've got there are going to look different in the URL than they do if they're on Shopify. So even though you have a page named About Us on your WordPress site, that URL that gets you to the About Us page will likely be different on a Shopify site because the URL structure works very differently. So you want to make sure that you've set those re 301 redirects. If you're using Shopify, you can actually do this in the domains section 
Um, I think that's where it is, where there's a, in the top right corner, it says URL redirects. Um, so you can, if you know those, or you're running a report that shows that you're hitting some 404s, or I don't know, if you know, if you have access to your old site, you could run something like a, um, this uh, spider, uh, oh yeah, screaming frog SEO spider, uh, something that can crawl the old site and then find all the links for you and you can kind of review and make sure that those links are being redirected to the right place on the new site too. That's a little bit deeper in the weeds than I would say for like a top high-end thing to think about if you're looking to increase your site sessions, but it can be a pretty big indicator that if you've made a move that um, that there's an issue with people inorganic like getting to your site because they're they're seeing a search result that might still be there or an old link on our old referral site they're clicking on that and it's getting to a 404 so you want to manage like uh, your google search console pretty closely and see if your 404s or if you're getting triggers on sem rush that are saying there's 404s fix those add a redirect for those issues and get them to a page that has content that they can actually digest um and the last thing i would say for site sessions too and this is sort of these are all sort of seo related things but an, another thing that i think is is a good first step is to review your sites meta descriptions meta titles and um, make sure you have image alt tags on all of your image uh, images so meta descriptions and meta title meta titles are the things that show up in your google search for example so you have a title and you have a description underneath it those I think are really important to make sure that you're up to date with those and that they're fleshed out really well because those are again just a vis visibility thing that people are going to be seeing and if they're searching keywords that are relevant to that page and those keywords are in the headline they're more likely to to click on that organic search and get to your page that way then if you just leave it in it like it just matches the page title most people will actually just do that because they they don't really know that they can modify it or they think that that's what it's supposed to be but even if your page like if your page title is about us then you should think about creating a more robust meta description for that um, where you could even just say a little bit about your company in that headline the reason why somebody might go to an about us page is to learn more about you so give them the number one reason why why people might be interested in you and put that in your title um also just make sure that you're using keywords in these that are related to the page so even for like products make sure that it's not just the product name maybe make sure that there's a descriptive kind of some descriptive text app following that that explains um, what that product is. Um, for example, we do like bath bombs for kids. So we might, and the product on their website is just called like bath bombs. This is, sorry, this is for one of our clients. Um, yeah, the, the title is just like bath bombs, but if we wrote that in a meta title, it would be like bath bombs. And that's all that would be shown there. Um, it would look really funny kind of in search and not really it doesn't really have much authority so that the better thing to do would be to say like um 100 natural kids bath bombs um and then have also like maybe just like shop and the brand name or sh like shop online you could have sort of like a listing that 
entices people to click on it too. So that can also help with your site sessions. Um, but overall, that's like a really good like SEO practice. A lot of these, this list today was really SEO focused. Um, I think they're the, some of the top call outs when it comes to SEO and improvements for your site. Um, and I guess lastly, I would just say content is, is king, like, which is so cliche to say, but it really is. I mean, the more content you're putting out there, that's really geared towards information that your potential customers or customers are interested in, the better your site sessions are going to end up being. You're going to use that content, um, on social, you're going to share it. People are going to like share it. It's going to become more of like a, a, a driver for your traffic, but you really have to stick with it and stay ahead of, of it. Um, so you can't just put out a few pieces of content um, a week and then just expect people to come to it. You need to put in some work and get that content out there in the world. And um, organically, like that can help a lot with your reach and your site sessions as long as you're linking back um, and you can continue to build on some of those tactics. I have more of these types of tips and I mean this can be an ongoing uh, conversation about what to do but I would start with some of these things if you haven't already and of course stick around and keep following this podcast as I will continue to update you on things that I find important 